Buzzer Podcast, all music, worldwide music started in local music scenes, underground independent unsigned talent, music you choose to hear, not the music mainstream tells you to hear. Hosted by Shay, the Buzzer Podcast is a Canadian broadcast connected to artists around the globe. Hey y'all, I am Shay, and this is the Buzzer Podcast on Air Indie, from iPad to yours over the airways. Thanks for joining in. Tonight, Australian rock artist Trent John. Frontman TJ joins the podcast, and we catch up with him and spin the latest hot release higher. And Poonhead Studio makes a cameo appearance. Enjoy the show. Cheers. Hey, TJ, thank you for coming on the show. You're one of my favorite bands, and I'm not talking just from down under. I'm talking about overall, internationally. Thank you for coming on the show again. Thank you so much for having me, Shay. You're yeah. one of my favorite presenters. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. You're kissing my ass, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, but thank you. I appreciate that, if it's honest. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, we're here to talk about your latest drop. It's incredible. Um, called Higher. You just shared with me your video. Uh, it's uh, incredible. So we're going to talk about that. And uh, let's jump in right away and talk about uh, the song. Yeah, it, it, it's... There's a lot of references to the ninth dimension, yes. right? you know, and I've read up on the ninth dimension where there's no, it's, there's no karma. And it's a, a, it's actually almost a scientific study of the ninth dimension. Like from what I've been reading on the internet, tell me what right. is your take on it? Well, my take on the ninth dimension comes from no research at all. <laughs> it comes from within. <laughs> So I'm okay. like, hmm, come on, like writing this in my notes. All right, tell me more, Shane, what you've discovered. Um, yeah, no, it came to me in a dream. Well, the number nine, I've, I was always uh, attracted to it. As a child, I remember I found the shape of nine very alluring. Okay. Yeah, and I was only six years old and I thought, wow, there's something very, very special and, and attractive about the shape of nine. And, and then um, I had a dream about the ninth dimension and it hit me. That um, that I was the the half blood prince from the ninth dimension. <laughs> yeah, I had a yeah. bit of a wild, wild time in, in, in my head, and um, I came up with this narrative that I really resonated with, and um, I took that character into this uh, concept EP, which is titled "Death Is for Illusion," and um, "Higher" is the last song off the EP. So um, I basically really got lost in lost in that. And the whole creative process over the year, but yes, the ninth dimension to me it's anything and anywhere. It's um, it's it's escapism to the the higher the higher front, you know, going beyond and you know, like raising your vibration, feeling like anything is possible, you know, a state of bliss and mystery, and um, yeah, I want to make that available to to anyone who feels like they need to get away from this world. For a moment or for a mile. What I found incredible <laughs> from a creative perspective 
Um, I agree with you. And actually, everything on the net is really about that. So you picked it up without even knowing. Um, the uh, uh, In the video, there's a lot of references to younger children. Yes. And I thought that was incredible. Thanks so much. Yeah, I um you know, I, th- I think it's a, you know, a beautiful thing, you know, um, just the perception of a child, you know, like that uh, when you see the world in, a, in its full wonder, you know, before you, you grow up through adolescence and um, life knocks you to the curb and makes you a little bit jaded, you know, and um, I feel like we all have to get in touch with that inner child and it r- can really help us rise above the adversities that we face in this lifetime, you know, growing up through all the trials and tribulations that we face. Yeah, it's incredible. And uh, the productions that you use is at Poonhead Studios. Yeah. Yeah, which is uh, world-renowned. I'd like you to tell me a bit about that, but what is really epic about your music and uh, I apologize until we had a pre-chat today. I didn't realize it, but now I know why I love it so much. You use analog when you're producing. Yeah, definitely. Poon's Head is, um, is also nicknamed Analog Heaven because they're meant um, uh, like array of gear that Rob Grant, the owner of Poon's Head, um, owns and masters. Um, yes. I love the sound. It's, it's um, it is it is a nicer sound. It's a more inviting sound. You know, it's got life to it. The first time um, Rob mixed one of my songs and mastered it, it felt like it was alive and breathing. Yeah, it does. It feels live off the floor. A hundred percent. You know, there, there's something very alluring and and um, holistic and organic about doing things analog, and especially to tape as well. You know. I feel like when you're doing things, uh, like especially to tape, it picks up the energy, you know, like just the whole thing, the magnetism from the energy that we put forth and, you know, the energy of the place, it gets absorbed into the music. And um, also mm-hmm. with the gear, you know, the as it ages, you know, in parts, um, you know, just like erode and all that, you you can feel it and you can hear that, that you know, that audio bacteria. And um also, again, reinforces the whole life behind analog music, you know, like the bacteria in us, you know, the whole like, different multi-organisms, you know. But you put that into a, a musical front and then there you go. You know, your record is alive, breathing, and it's running, running around. Yeah, I definitely <laughs> agree with you. So you told me a bit about what was behind the song before I um, – uh, and I had a brain fart – you told me a bit about what you uh, have, the creative process behind the song, Higher. How does that differ to the other tracks on the album, like Discover and Before I Die? This is the, the most real song to me, the most authentic song that I've performed and felt. Because the whole thing, this whole EP was... A huge part of it was a play, you know, like I I wanted to have the method musician approach and um, I got lost in this character, TJ the Ninth, because I wanted to I wanted to be the rock star. When I went to con- 
you know, when I went, went to go and execute the performances, I thought at the end of the day, in this, in this, you know, the digital age, when you put out a song, you're not just comparing it to those in your neighbourhood. When I put out a rock song, I'm comparing it to, you know, like Aerosmith, you know, people who are touring, living rock star legends who, you know, like live and breathe it, you know. And obviously an authenticity will come with that as well if you're living it, you know, and you believe that you're a rock star, you know. So I wanted to have that approach. I wanted to go toe-to-toe with the legends per se, and but um, I'm, you know, an independent, unsigned, unsigned struggling artist from the from the northern suburbs of, of Perth, you know, in middle-class suburbia. And it's like, how, how do I emulate that record? It's like, you know, well... It's that inner work. It's that. It's that kind of like the self-actualization. It's the mindset, and I took that you know approach that method actors do, like you know, like Heath Ledger, you know, how he became the Joker, how he locked himself in the room, and he, you know, he really became that character to do an outstanding performance. And I took that approach to to this whole year. You know, I grew out my hair. Um, I know. You know I just really, yeah, I really, I really embodied it. Um, as much as I could, you know, like to cer- to a certain degree. And um, a question for you: How does that affect your personal life? Yeah, it um, it was hard on and people next to me because when when you're trying to go for that larger than life rock star thing and you start believing it, then the ego starts getting enlarged. So I had certain points where even. You know, I was with the band during the recording process, and uh, it was funny. I was, it was during this uh, the session of uh, recording one of one of our songs, the earlier songs of the of the EP, and it was like my first kind of dive into going method musician. And um, I remember it was during the COVID time, and um, you know, the government was giving some money to to support us, right? Basically, everyone because you know, no one could really work. And we went out to Mexican during recording, and I was at the table, right? Yeah, and the band was there. And I said, look, I said, look at everyone here, right? Everyone here is just putting their money into this Mexican food. But <laughs> out here, we are creating music that's going to change lives. We're creating, we, we, you know, we're out here making art that's going to just like, you know, resound from time indefinite to time indefinite. Those aren't the verbatim, you know, words that I, that I use, but it was to that effect. And then at first they giggled and then they're like, Holy crap! This guy's serious. <laughs> He's losing his mind. And I was like, oh, "This and um, and I had this huge ego trip, and I just felt like, yeah, I felt like a god. And then I came back into the studio, and then I crashed. I remember, and there's a photo of me. And then I went from feeling like a god to just feeling like, you know, we had to stop recording. And Rob's like, "Okay, you know, Trent, we, we better have a break because, um, you know, when you kind of feed down that spirit in a way." it can get quite uncontrollable. It's like you're on this, you're this big stallion. You just start whipping it because you want to see how fast you can go. Yeah. But there's a, a time before that stallion just like knocks you off. And so I had many moments like that. I didn't end up having, um, you know, a, a, any partners as well. Um, or uh, yeah, like the honey basically saw um, a couple of my bandmates because um, yeah. And I made a lot of people upset as well because of, from the attitude that I had, you know, of embodying that character. And um, yeah, I don't regret anything because it gave me the art yeah. that I have now and it's the, and it's, and it's the journey, but um, yeah, it was to my detriment and um, going in, going into higher, that's when everything, you know, the whole 
kind of, you know, facade kind of got shook off because instead of living in that fantastical, you know, self-actualization world, um, Mm -hmm. I had to face real life obstacles, you know, which I'll commence into talking now, unless you want to say anything um, leading up to this. No, go ahead. You're on. (laughs) That's it. Gotta be careful, Shane, because when I'm on you, you know, it's hard to turn me off when it's about music. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, so what happened was, um, yeah, d- during the lead up to Hire, the band kind of dissolved and that affected me tremendously. Yeah, of course. Uh, that really hurt me. And um, I didn't know what was happening. And then um, I also met someone, you know, who was, um, who was really – you know, integral to the journey and, and help me overcome the facade and, and the loss. And, uh, you know, it was, it was a, it was a very, uh, you know, special woman and, uh, you know, she knows who she is. And I started hanging out with her during, you know, the, the dissolving of the band. And, um, yeah. when I first started, you know, spending time with her, she's, I brought my guitar in and I had the, the whole rock star facade going on. She said, put your guitar away, you know, don't hide behind your guitar. And the more I hung out with her, I kind of felt like I didn't, I kind of felt accepted who, for who I was and I didn't need to put on a facade and I felt good enough and I felt like I could, you know. Yeah. So the more I spent, you know, because that person was, uh, you know, a lot more mature than I, you know, than I was, you know, and um, had a lot more life experience and um, really helped shaped, shape me across the, across the journey. And, um, and then, then I thought, you know, I don't, I don't need to hide behind this thing. I, I, I need to start embracing myself. And um, I cut my hair. Okay. And I started getting in touch, you know, with who I, who I was behind the whole, like, you know, the rock star um, uh, actor kind of thing. And um, then I went into the studio. And um, during that, I was dealing with a lot of things internally, like the, um, you know, like, like again, you know, like with, with the band kind of, of like uh, going AWOL and, and me with my own personal struggles, the whole thing of like, you know, my identity crisis, you know, when I lost myself to the, the character, you know. Yeah. And um, and I remember having like a breakdown at the studio. I came in to record bass and I had a bit of a breakdown. And, um, and yeah, and, and, you know, she had to pull me off the floor, off, off the carpet I'm looking at right now and saying, you can do it, you can do it. Because I was dealing with a lot, a lot of other things in my personal life and and I remember going in and, and I lay down this bass part for Hire because Hire was, was actually a song I wrote five years ago, which I actually recited to you in our last interview. Yeah. Some of the lyrics. It was a song about love and desire. Mm-hmm. But then the song became, to me, about rising above adversity. So rising above, you know, my band and my best mates going cold on me, you know, uh-huh. rising above, you know, my, my, the, the identity crisis and, um, and all different things in my personal life. So I remember doing the bass takes and it was like I was battling a dragon. When I did this, ba- this bass line, I was in there and my spirit was broken, you know, but I felt oh. like I had, a fight I had a fight for it, you know. I had to be that hero, you know. I had to get that hero back. But before I put on that superhero facade from the rock star, by this time I wanted to make it authentic and I wanted to use true bravery of who I was and embrace who I was. So I'm like, you got to do this, Trent, you got to do it. And I was like laying down the base, you know, in the room, you know, 
analog and, you know, Rob would hit play and it was like, you know, you can do it, Trent, you know, do it. And it, and it was like, yeah, I was, felt like I was facing, facing a dragon and they're laying the parts down and I was sweating and I was pouring my heart and soul into it. I wanted to capture that energy of rising above. And I remember like, yeah, almost like passing out after I finished um, the last, the last base take. And, and um, I got an incredible take, you know, of, uh, of the bass guitar. And then I was really stoked with that. I was really, really happy. And, um, and then I was, then I was hit with some pretty hard news. Um, my dad got uh, diagnosed with terminal brain cancer. Oh, I'm sorry about that. Yeah, on, on, to- on top of that, you know, on top of everything going on in my personal life. And I thought, come on, like what, what's got, what's going on? Because I already felt down the, in the dumps because um, my previous releases, you know, like weren't getting that much traction that I thought it would, you know. Going into the whole method musician thing, I thought, okay, it's got to, it's got to kind of take off somehow. Like I've got to get some, you know, management interest or this or. But every kind of gatekeeper thing in the, in the Australian industry would just, you know, push me away because I was doing something different. I am doing something different to what they're accepting and trending and. Um, that was kind of getting me down, pouring all my my money, my time, my love, you know, take, making sacrifice, you know, like, you know, doing the whole method musician thing. And, and I felt like I wasn't getting anywhere. And then, and then, you know, um, facing that thing with dad, it was so hard. And then, um, and I took some time off doing, doing the recording. So I had a break from, from doing higher and yeah, yeah it, was, it was super, it was super hard, you know, like um, hearing, hearing the news, you know, like, my dad is a super charismatic guy and um, he's a really smooth talker and has a voice that is richer and more dulcet tone than, than mine. And, um, you know, he used to be a home salesman and uh, really, really suave. Mm-hmm. And where it affected his brain, he lost all his ability to speak and he's, he was told he'd never be able to speak again. Oh, that's sad. And that was so sad and that's hard it- and- yeah, that's really sad. And, and, and the doc- Sorry? How is he now? Okay, so this is the beauty of it. So he was told he wasn't going to be able to speak again. And then, yeah, he got told that he only had six months left and that he'll be in palliative care. And that was so, that was really hard on me, being the only child as well. And I'm, and I'm so close to, so he was told he, he wasn't going to be able to speak again. And um, he was only give, given a short amount of time left, and um, that was really it. Was really hard to take take on board. And then what happened? Dad had um, he had a speech therapist, and he 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 started making progress. The guy, uh, the doctor, sorry, said he wasn't going to be able to speak he, again. And then a week uh, less than a week later, he started saying a couple words. Wow. And I thought, wow, this is incredible. And then he's, you know, that kind of grew. And during the start of him learning to speak again, I said, I want to put you on my song. This song is about rising above adversity. And I want to eternalize you on this record. And this is the best song, in my opinion, off this record. And I want to show homage to you, you know, oh. for allowing me to chase my dream, you know, live at home you know, and have you believe that I will make it one day. So what I did is I brought my laptop and I brought my mic and my interface and created like a little vocal booth in uh, in the canteen of the hospital. And, and um, uh, yeah, he was in a wheelchair and I wheeled him there 
and I got him to say the title of the EP, which is Death is for l'illusion, which means death is for the illusion, you know, in French and yeah. English. Because dad's Mauritian, you know, his name is Jean-Pierre Michel. And, um, yeah, he couldn't say it, um, the full phrase. So I recorded him say it a few times and I spliced it together and I wanted that to be at the start of the song. So when I, because I didn't record the vocals um, as at the time, you know, that when I went back into the studio, I wanted to hear dad's voice say, death is full illusion. And I wanted to be like, I'm doing this for you, dad. I'm going in there guns blazing. And I'm going to make this a hit, you know, I'm going to make this incredible, you know, I'm going to give wow. my best vocal performance, you know. And I thought one day when I tour the world, I'm going to have his voice play through the speakers. I'm going to sample it. And, you know, when the day he's gone, if I'm still here and I'm touring around, you know, he'll always be with me along the journey, you know, around the world. And that's how the song's going to start. So at the, the video that you just saw, yeah. that's mouthing the words at the start along his voice. Oh, so wow. As well. That's amazing. So, yeah. So dad, um, dad's speaking fairly well now to say, um, which is great. He's, he's what you know, a blessing. Going, what a blessing. Eh? Absolute blessing. You know, miracles can happen, you know, and dad's living proof to that. And, um, yeah, he just actually finished his last day of radiation, um, a few days ago, and then he's going to go into chemo, but, um, yeah, he's a, he's a trooper. He's he's been an absolute hero through 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 it all, and um, you know I've admired him so much through this battle. Well, that's and, uh, amazing. That's I can see where you get your strength. So we're going to uh, be li- we're going to listen to higher right now, and come back and talk a bit about the video. Excellent.
I love all your music, but I, I really, really love this song. And you know what? Now that you've told me this, I'm going to listen to the song again. Um, that's an incredible, incredible story. And I'm I'm so, so happy that he's getting better. Yeah, it's um, yeah, yeah. He's 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 really great. Yeah, it's um. And he'll pull through. He'll pull through. You know, the one thing that um, when you were talking about um, your creative process and the way the uh, spiritual change and character change and putting mm. on the character throughout the CP and everything and what you went through. You know, it went back to what I said to you the first time we talked. You remind me so much of a young David Bowie. Oh, that's, that's so kind of you to say, you know, to be compared to the, you know, the greatness of Bowie, you know. I, I am not comparing you. I'm telling you, you do, <laughs> you know, <laughs> because it, it's it's incredible the way you prepare, um, the, the creative process that you have, um, the way you embody the character and it comes out in your music and unfortunately and fortunately in your daily life. Uh, it's almost a verbatim what happened to David Bowie when he assumed a character. Right. Wow. Right. It's just incredible. And your music's great. Thanks. So you created this video, which is incredible. I love the choice of colors first off. I see the chicken in there again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it, well, what? Yeah, a lot of it's psychedelic. 100%. Okay. So well, why that choice? It's immersive and it's like it's fantastical it's it's a it's a whole part of the night dimension to me i love um i love seeing the wonders in life and i want to give um that psychedelic feeling without having to to go in, into any substance you know i feel like if we you know if we really dig deep you know and and connect to the vibration of the powerful tools such as music you know or visuals yeah. we can have an amazing escapism experience without having to, um, yeah, to turn to any substance, you know, like, um, yeah. Yeah, but you know what? I'm not saying that I want to try and emulate that via, you know. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Okay, sorry. Go ahead. I don't go on. That's all I had to say, yeah. Well, the thing is, I don't know if I'm I'm going beyond you what you creatively wanted to do, but I noticed the psychedelic. Oh, okay, it's right there in front of you. But what I found incredibly interesting is that because the psychedelic age is from the 60s, right? Yeah. 60s, early 70s and that. You use the psychedelic video, like the visual, but the hues in the color hues, the choice of colors in your video were somewhat like that era but they had a connection to present day because the hues were different. I'm so happy that you um, that you picked that up. And you, and oh you, and God, you did I really pick up some? <laughs> no, no, honestly, I I was going, holy Hannah, was is that incredible? Your choice of colors out like blew me away. I've got to um, you know give a lot of props to uh, my visual collaborator, the amazing Tim Green from On Off Visuals. He brought the vision to life. 
you know, he took what I wanted to achieve and he brought it up to that next level. Yeah. And um, because that's, that's what this project's all about. It's about pushing the envelope. You know, I don't want to just emulate the past, you know, no, or the you present. Don't. I want to create yeah. something for the future. I want to, you know, want to go, you know, try, try, get it up to 10. And then once we reach there, break through to 11. Well, everything, everything about the visual process, the colors, the font you used, um, the way in which you did the video back and uh, forth in different aspects of psychedelic to not psychedelic. So and, much, yeah. And, yeah, it's incredible. Uh, it's, oh, I, I find it's incredible art. It's, it's yeah, it's, I'm so, yeah, uh, I'm really happy. I'm so happy how it turned out, you know, um, because we work so closely on, you know, on the vision, you know, the, well, from the uh, start of meeting up to, to, to today, it got finished today and I ship it. I like shipping things hot, you know. I feel like when something's ready, you put it out there because you don't know what tomorrow will bring, you know, and um, I want to yeah. leave as much great art behind, you know. And the video's out now and the yeah. single will drop. It's on pre-save right now and yeah. the single drops uh, April 14th. That's it. Uh, I really hope it, it's successful for you. It, it's outstanding release, Thank outstanding so video. Um, I can't see it going anywhere, but hiya. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let, let's let's hope. Yeah, let's, I feel like the stars have aligned thus far, but like I hope people just resonate with it. You know, because I um the vision was achieved. You know, for me. You know, and. Like I said, you know, with the children, you were talking about like, um, you know, seeing the world through the eyes of the child. I, I, wa I wanted that appeal. I love shows like Guardians of the Galaxy. I love Spider-Man because, you know, all those great um, character um, elements, you know, they apply to adult life, you know, like, and it incites children to, you know, embrace being the superhero of the daily life, you know, like rest in peace, you know, like Taylor Hawkins, you know, how they talk about, there goes my hero, he's ordinary, you know, like we've got a hero all inside of us. We, we've all got that superhero that we, you know, we dressed up as when we were kids, you know, just just waiting to be unleashed in day-to-day -day tasks, you know, whether or not it's like, you know, helping an old lady across the street or dealing with the, you know, the, the soon creeping death of a loved one or, you know, yeah. whatever we face, our hardship, we, we're all going to put on that, uh, put on that cape, you know, and um, as you can see in the video, that's what it's really implying. Those are, those three kids are actually my little cousins and they're super remarkable. Oh, are they? Beautiful cool. children, you know, and um, the kid who's playing young TJ, that's Brandon. He's, he's the one at the very end who goes, death is for illusion. That's actually my dad's, uh, my dad's nephew. So I wanted to put in the video as well, um, you know, someone, you know, near the mature age of their life, you know, heading, up, heading out to the other side and then someone who's just beginning their journey, you know, and they're just about to face the trials in life and also of the same lineage. And if you even pay close attention, when I slot the CD in for hire, it's going into my, my, uh, my car, which is my mum's old, um, old car, and when I take yeah. it out, I take it out of a Lamborghini. So um, it's okay. all about. I noticed that there was different, but I'm a chick. I didn't notice the car. <laughs> but I noticed that when it went in, it was higher. And when it went out, and when it came out um, on the CD, you wrote, uh, you did it. A hundred percent, because I wanted to. 
you know, I wanted to pat myself on the back, you know, because throughout the completion of this record, the amount of adversity that I had to face, there's so many times that I could just been like, screw this. No one's listening to my music. I literally have no money to my name because I poured into every facet of it. Why am I doing this? You know, like I could have thrown in the towel any stage, got no manager, got no label, blah, 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 blah. I don't go, what was me? But there were so many stages that I could have been like, screw it. You know, I'll go back to uni or I'll pick up a trade or, you know, yada, yada, that. Not talking down on that. Obviously, diversity makes the world go around, but it isn't my path, you know, and obviously going the road less traveled is a challenging one. But um, I was saying, nah, I stuck it through, you know, to the very end, it was um, it was like a battle. I, I wasn't sure if we we're going to reach the ideal uh, destination down to the mastering when I was with Rob. You know, Rob works so damn hard to get it sounding is, you know, just just defining as which which he which he did on the record. If you compare it to some other records in its same lane, it has got an edge to it because Rob really pushed the envelope. And the, the day that we were mastering it, Rob actually stayed up just doing master after master, bettering the last master um, from about 12 in the afternoon to about 5 a.m. the next day tirelessly till we hit the jackpot, you know. So everything wow. was a battle. You know, and I'd love to get Rob to say a few words as well because he's integral to the sound. And, um, yeah, I wouldn't have this art without the support, you know, that Rob has given me to to be able to flourish and be myself, you know. Like I don't feel feel judged. I just feel loved and supported. And he's uh, he has been the vehicle, you know, to helping me achieve the art that I'm putting forward to society right now. Uh, well, is is he around now, or is he on the phone? Yep, yeah, Poon's head right now. So, I would love to get him if you can give me a minute, Shay. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. For Rob's you, hon, I do anything, so don't worry about. It. <laughs> no, I think, think so. Rob Grant is in the building, Master of Sound. Hey, hey, Rob! Great work, great work. This is Shay from the Buzzer Podcast out in Canada. <laughs> yeah, I was saying Rob's actually going to say. Canadian, Canadian born, huh? Yeah, that's, well, no, not Canadian born, but I was bred. So, Canadian uh, born, bred. What's the difference? I, <laughs> well, I, was, I wasn't born. I was uh, born in London, but uh, my parents uh, shipped me out when I was about, I think I was ten months when I rolled up in uh, Canada in Toronto. So I spent in, my uh, formative years in Toronto. Yeah, in Toronto, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's that's my hometown. Deer Park. I, uh, you know, Western Ontario. Okay. I was, it's a suburb of Toronto. Yeah. I was born and I was born there and lived there for 25 years. Now I live in the country. Well, you incredible studio, Poonhead Studios um, down under. Uh, Can you tell, uh, and the work you're doing with uh, Trunchon is absolutely incredible. Absolutely incredible. Um, I'm really impressed with your studio. He gave me a bit of a tour visually before we okay. recorded. Uh, a lot, uh, you predominantly um, or only use analog. Oh, no, 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 not only. No, of course, I've got digital as well. I've got all the digital stuff as well. But um, Okay. I just yeah. saw that. Okay, cool. No, I've just got lots of analog. I use all the... Uh, I mix analog and I uh, record analog, but um, I also have all the uh, all the hoo ha digital hoo ha as well. 
But um, I use that as that's the, um, you know, for editing. And, and um, so I will use that and I'll mix from that. But I will come out of the computer back through all the analog gear and then back into the computer again. Oh, wow. Incredible process. So, yeah. Uh, I believe that's the best, the best sound. So that's why I do it. Oh, I agree with you. It's live off the floor sound. What could you tell us a bit about that? We're here to talk about uh, Trent John's newest release, Higher. What was the creative process from your perspective on the single? Oh, well, uh, well, I mean, yeah, we, we just uh, we captured a lot of the vibe live. You know, the original the original energy and the vibe was captured live with the band in the studio. We actually went on to an analog uh, two inch sixteen track, okay, which is uh, a very nice format to put drums and and rhythms on. Uh, and from there, once we got that uh, the take that we liked with the good energy, we. Uh, bounce that into the uh, into the computer using some very nice um, uh, converters and um, yeah and from that point on uh, a lot of the recordings the overdubs and stuff were done then done digitally uh, in that they were recorded digitally and uh, but again going through all the uh, nice outboard analog outboard gear before that gets printed to digital so uh yeah, and um, it's a matter of just um, you know maintaining, keeping that energy up that we had for the the initial vibe, and make making sure that we kept the standard up and and just kept going with it. Yeah, that's incredible. You guys did a great uh, release. Yeah, and, and thank you for jumping on the podcast. <laughs> it's yeah. incredible to meet the guy behind it. That's great. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, TJ, you still there? Yeah, I'm just I'm riding shotgun. We're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. I really love the release. I, I absolutely, I'm blown away by the music once again. Blown away by the video. I love it. Um, it's going to be successful, and I'll do my part to make sure. Okay. Okay. Well, appreciate it. Yeah, because he's. He has, well, we both have, but uh, yeah. Trent obviously more than uh, myself, of course, because that's his, that's his whole purpose. His whole identity is, is based around his music. Is he gives his hundred and fifty percent, you know, um, devotion to his music. So that's uh, really appreciated. Yeah, he's yeah. very devoted to his music. Uh, you were on the. Um in the studio when we were talking, uh, but I've said it to a TJ many times and I said it again on the spot. Like, he reminds me of a young David Bowie. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. yeah the way he embodies <laughs> the character and, and lives the music and it, it, it's incredible. Incredible. Yeah. That he embodies the character, the uh, self-actualization. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, almost <laughs> verbatim. It's incredible. Two different sides of the world. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. amazing. Thank you for coming on the show, TJ. Thank you for hopping in. Uh, Bob. Yeah. Yeah. And had a lot of fun today. Thank and you so luck. much for the 
Good Watch luck that. with the release. Thanks very much. And that's a wrap. Thank you for tuning into the show. Sponsored by The Buzzer Media. Thank you to the artists who share their music. Our shows wouldn't happen without their music. Subscribe at thebuzzerpod.com. Fans and artists can submit their request to Shay at thebuzzroll.com. Until next time, cheers.